Welcome to the Father's Day. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for, uh, for being with me. And remember that you can support the Father's Day by going to thefatherstate.tv slash donate. Thefatherstate.tv slash donate. And also we're on locals.com, locals.com. So click the link in the description to support our work. And thank you all in advance. I do appreciate it. I have with me Marquise, the one, the only Marquise, and he is the host of a brand new podcast called the, what is it? Manhood Management. Manhood Management. Uh, Marquise is also a businessman and now a podcaster. So look out, folks. It's going to be amazing. And he have a brand new song, rap song that just hit. The worldwide stage, and what is your part, your brand new song called, rapper? It's Manhood Management, the Manhood. song for the podcast. It is, yeah, amazing. Congratulations, today's the first day. Oh yeah, Marquise, thanks for coming in, man. Thanks for having uh, me. What's important to you? Uh, love, forgiveness, God's will. And what is love? Love is. Um, Basically, forgiving. And so why is love so important to you? Because that's pretty much the foundation to all things that's good. Yeah. Are you a Christian? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And, and why don't you know? Because I haven't really like studied the religion enough to uh -huh. know if I meet all the criteria on a daily basis. But, what, do you, what do you mean by that? Meet all the criteria. What criteria? I mean, anytime you're going to say that you are something, you're supposed to know exactly what it is. Right. And I'm not really sure if I know exactly what being a Christian is, but I know I know it's not a bad thing. I know that. And so are you Muslim? Definitely not that. Oh. <laughs> no. Well, but if, if I was going to... Associate myself with a religion, though it would be Christianity, though. Oh, okay. So did you grow up as a Christian? Were you raised as a Christian? I was raised with the Christian background, like going to church on Sundays and, you know, Wednesdays sometimes, all that, like all the stuff that I think comes along with being a Christian. Oh, okay. Can you speak up a little bit? All right. <laughs> Do you believe that human beings are in a fallen state? Most definitely. And what does that mean? That we sleep. Basically, we, we sleep to all the things that's, that's right. We sleep to love. Like, we're we not awoke to the things we're supposed to be woke to. Yeah. Amazing. And is, so is it possible for human beings to overcome the fallen state? Sure. Yeah, just like it was possible for me to overcome it. You were in that fallen state at one point? Most definitely. And and what was it like in that fallen state for you? Hell. It was hell. Hell. Pressure. Just hell. <laughs> Constantly. You know, the thought world, man, it's, 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 it's a rough life, man, because it's, you know, your thoughts... You can never do good enough, you know. Is your your thoughts are constantly hyping situations up more than what they are, creating more pressure than what it really got to be for certain situations. Just 
It's, just, it's a rough life, man. Yeah. It's rough. Amazing. Yeah. And are you overcoming thoughts? Yeah. You most are? definitely. Yeah. And what is that like for you now, overcoming Freedom. Thoughts? Freedom. Free. Amazing. Yeah. Getting a taste of what life was designed to be like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know that you, uh, because I know you, I know that you were a barber at one time. Are you still doing that? Cutting hair? Not much. Not much. I have a few customers that I do like strictly like um, appointments, but for the most part, I just really don't have time anymore for yeah. real. And you, you prefer being becoming a podcaster rather than cutting hair? Oh yeah. And, w- and why is that? Well, but in a, in in a sense though, they similar in a lot of ways because you know when you when you dealing with a client or whatever. That's kind of what y'all doing, you know, y'all talking and, you know, sharing perspectives on different situations and stuff. So it's kind of the same thing, really, but podcasting is more broader. Right. You know, you're doing it within a different type of setting, but it's kind of the same thing. But to answer your question, though, yeah, I'd rather podcast, though. Oh, you do? Yeah. Uh, and so is this going to be your look or something? The jury and look like uh, sometimes, sometimes oh, yeah. I wear, sometimes I don't. For your podcasting, yeah, it just depends. What's oh. it, yeah, and does it make a statement or something? What jury? The jury, the rough look. That's where it look rough. Uh-huh. Oh, well, it's better than looking soft. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it it mean different stuff to different people. What would your podcast be about? What you be dealing with? Uh, mostly like just manly type stuff, you know, family, men type stuff, like, you know, but different stuff too, though. Sports, family, life, just different stuff. I don't really have just one, but it's mostly going to be stuff that's in the general of what men deal with. So you, how old are you? 39, just turned 39. So you're a, he's a millennium, right? So you're like, millennium man meaning 39. And down to twenty something, they really need to see good examples because they don't have it anymore. Right. What's wrong with the men today? Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say the priorities. The priorities of men. Like, I feel like you know a lot of men had their priorities wrong. You know, we live in a world now the way it's so much about image. Uh-huh. You know, so, you know, a lot of people kind of get, they get who they are based on their image versus kind of just quietly fading to the back and just taking care of your family and not really being concerned of whether or not you're being seen or not. Just, you know, just make sure you keeping your bloodline in place, man. You know, focusing on the things that's really going to matter once your time up, you know. That type of stuff. Another thing I noticed that the the women your age too, great age group, tend to be, and not just all women, pretty much out of control, but your generation of women completely out of control, and the men, because they're weak, they don't know how to deal with it, with the women. Well, a lot of that is, I say, because, I mean, for the most part, women going to do what they think men like, you know? Meaning so, what? So, I, you know, as far as, I don't know if you're speaking about the way they're carrying themselves or yeah. the way they're behaving. Both. You know, they dress like sluts. Yeah. They they act like children that need someone to correct them. 
Right. And they're looking for love. They're looking for direction. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, and that's the main thing. They're looking for love. Everybody want to be loved yeah. some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's through social media or they missing it in the home or whatever. Just everybody want attention some kind of way. You know, and, and you know, that's kind of pretty much, to me, my opinion, that's, you know, that's in women's DNA to want attention. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And so when they not getting it at home, they got to go. Naturally, you're going to go outside to get it, you know. But to me, you know, it always falls back on the man, though, because to my understanding, God left responsibility to the man, you know. So when we accept that, when we congratulate that, when we, you know, when we pursue that, I mean, that's, naturally that's what they're going to give, you know. But, I mean, sex appeal, I don't think it's nothing new. I think right. it's just becoming more and more desperate Yeah. to, to try to, you know, projected or whatever but it's been around even when i look at stuff that was you know back when you guys was in y'all prime you know women had sex appeal you right. know especially it was a different kind of more decent yeah it was it, it was but it was still kind of pushing the same agenda though right like, of course trying to appease to you you know your lust beard. your lustful side or yeah. whatever so i noticed that your generation of women Everybody and their mama have big butts. <laughs> yeah. Do they buy those butts? Some of them. Even the white women who used to have like really pretty butts, right? Oh, yeah. Remember when white women used to have nice, just, yeah. just nice butt? Yeah. No, they walk around with big butt. Oh, yeah. How did butt become so, the doctors must be making a lot of money off making oh, these for butts. Sure. For sure. But for why sure. are butts so big now? Because it's important. Why? It look good. It make their clothes fit different. Like, it, it just, it's, it's everything. It look good they, to the women or to the men? Both. You like big butt women? I like naturally right. big butt. Like, you know, I don't want it to look unnatural. And so these women got all these butt that are looking unnatural. Is that attractive? To some people. But I don't understand why, though. Cause you gotta understand, like it's, it's the natural butt is better than the bought butt. Yeah, but it's some guys out there they want more than natural. Some guys just really just you know they lust on different levels. You know, <laughs> then you got you got porn out there. Yeah, porn kind of. But who told the women all of a sudden they needed big butts? They had to. Some people said that woman uh, Kardashian or something like that. Yeah. You know who that is? Kim yeah. Kardashian? Yeah. Because I, I, I asked a couple of ladies at the gym, how come all of a sudden everybody got big butts? And they said that it's because of Kim Kardashian. Nah, because she ain't even got a big butt, for real. Like, yes, she does? Nah, she regular. Is she? Yeah, her is regular. Is it real? I don't know. But it's regular. Yeah, it's regular. And so these women are getting a bigger butt than Kim Kardashian? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Shows like Love and Hip Hop. You familiar with that? Yeah, I, I know yeah, about that's it. Yeah, that's where the two big ones at. Stuff like that. Uh, certain music videos, for real, but for the most part, like, the videos, they kind of try to keep it in line. Um, social media, like Instagram, stuff like that, like, they have something that's too big. <laughs> but it's, it's, who's to say what's too big? So that's the problem. Your eyes say that's too big. But some women want it to where, like, some women think too big is to where, uh, yeah, mine's bigger than everybody's. Right. 
Some women, but that's how it is with the ego. Yeah, it makes you think yeah. you got to be bigger, better. Yeah, they want to make sure they else don't look like the rest of the women. Yeah, so they go too far. Right. Yeah. Sometimes I see these women at the gym. There's this round ball at the gym that you can. Yeah. That you, the yoga ball. Yeah. yeah. Some of the women when they sit down look like they're sitting on a yoga ball. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. They look yeah. like they're sitting on, I'm like, I'm yeah. sitting on a yoga ball, but I see they're not. <laughs> so you be seeing them? Yeah, they be like, and they spread all over the gym. <laughs> then they whistle to make sure you see it, too. And when they walk by you, they act like they don't want you to see it, but when they walk man. by, they do this. Yeah, man. To make sure that you see it. Yeah. Have you seen those yoga ball butts? Yeah. You like that? Hell no. Do the women think the men like it? Yeah, because some men do. Why, though? Enough, just not enough to some people. Some people won't. So do you wish sometimes you had become a surgeon so you can make big butts? No, nah, man. making buku nah. money? Nah, because that's risky, man. What's risky? That's risky. Like, that, that whole operation. Yeah. Like, um, you know. But they're willing to put their lives at risk for it. Why not take the money? Yeah, that's like, uh, you know, shout out to um, DC Young Fly, him, you know, prayers to him and his family, man. But, you know, he was on your show. You know, he, he, he lost he lost his he lost his wife, man. He lost her? Yeah, she went to have, I don't know, I, I'm not going to say that she was having the butt surgery, but, right. you know, she was having, I think, what you call a mommy makeover, like what you have after you have kids or whatever. You kind of just, you know, get everything back tightened up or whatever. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and she didn't make it, man. Wow. Did that happen recently? Yeah, it was this year. Wow. Yeah. Made her soul rest in peace. I didn't even know D.C. Young Fly. That's the guy that was here, right? Yeah. I didn't know he was married. Well, if if he not married, you know, it's his kid's mom or whatever. Oh, so according to the story, she went and had surgery and she didn't make it through? She didn't make it through. Man. Well, make her soul rest in peace. Right. Um, yeah. Should a man ever marry and do educated women make for good wives and mothers? I never married one, but I, you know, just through my experience of dating educated women, like I would, I, I wouldn't say yeah, they would because it, it's it's a competition thing with them. Seem like from the ones I know yeah. and met, it's, it, it's a competition, man. It's it's they education and smarts and all that versus your everyday regular common sense masculinity right. view on things man and you know education it can be a prideful thing man and you know they won't they won't humble themselves to it a lot right. of times when they educate it you know so just my opinion I, I don't think so you know but it's always exceptions but you know good luck with taking that chance yeah I wouldn't take the rest right because I've noticed that, and I've been doing counseling for so many years, and when we were growing up, we, we, the men and women would say, never marry an educated woman. They do yeah. not make for good wives and mothers. I understand, man. And primarily for what you just said, too, they're always in competition with the men. Yeah. And they're unwilling to stay home and cook and clean yeah. and iron and they, they, wash your clothes and yeah. take care of the babies. They make their career is just as important as yours. Right. Yeah. And it's like, how dare you tell them that your career, their career ain't more important than yours. Right. Especially if they went to school, put the time in to go through 
all that comes with getting that degree and all that, and for you to tell them that <laughs> they gotta put that up just to no nah. mess. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are the men your age group gonna do if they want to start a family? They can't do it with a woman with educated woman. So, what would they do? Well, my thing, what I'm gonna push, man, is to you know at least be more conscious of of the type of women. Because I mean, at this point, I mean, I just don't know if you can ever. We're gonna get to a point where men go back to waiting till they get married to have sex. Right. So at this point, it's like at least be conscious of of the type of woman that you even risking having starting a family with. Yeah. Like let's mm-hmm. just at least start with that. Like you know, don't don't be out risking a family situation with somebody that you know you can't start a family with. But how would they know, though, because the women put on a fake show while they're dating, but when you get married, that's when the whole thing go bad. How would you know? Well, really, I mean, to be honest, there's no way of knowing but the way God said, and that's to not have sex with them because that's the only way you can really know how you feel or how you vibe with a person if it's not a pleasure thing in place or whatever, so... I mean, it's it's tough, man. It's it's just a tough situation. Yeah, really. I um I always tell men that on your very first date, mm-hmm. let's say you go you you meet up at the restaurant or you go and take her to the cafe, <coughs> and you order your food and stuff, and then you ask ask if we should get married. Are you willing to obey me? And if they say no, say okay, goodbye. Just get up and walk away. Leave her there. But when she get up and walk away... No, he should get up and walk away. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, And leave yeah. her at the table because if she says no, that's not the woman that's going to make for a good wife. Right. So why waste your time, right? Right. If she said, no, I'm not willing to obey you, she said, no, I'm not going to work out. Yeah. And so let her pay for the bill and everything. Yeah. And you leave. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, they can pay for his... He can pay for his own bill, but not hers. If he don't eat the food, he ain't got to pay for it. <laughs> what, uh, uh, <laughs> you, um, so it's all this kind of advice. You know, I was thinking about the big butt thing again. Can I come in on that? Oh, yeah. I remember when I started dating, women were nicely built naturally. Right. Right. And then, but it wasn't about the butt. It was just about the sex. And so... You, you recognize a nice body, but it was never about the butt. It was always about the sex. So I wonder why these women think that they need to pay all that money for a butt when a man really just want the sex. You know, but when you was about. growing up, did they have porn when you was growing up? No. Yeah, see, now, by the time a, a, a young man started having sex now, he done saw so much porn, and then the porn is so much butt, you know, so oh. you just already, like, Program. Oh, I see. Like, yeah. Do you know that when I was growing up, they didn't have the, the magazine that came later too. Right. I yeah. used to hear about them once I went to the city. Yeah. But in Alabama, they didn't even have the magazine. Thing. Right. Right. <clears throat> so that made sense then. If these guys are seeing all this stuff already on the internet, they become traumatized by that. That's why the big butt thing become attractive. Yeah, that's how Hollywood kind of destroyed 
That, yeah. that was like a seed that was planted oh, from Hollywood that yeah. really like started, really started the derailment of men. Like, because <clears throat> just imagine growing up and you just, you ain't never seen nobody have sex before, you know? Yeah. And you kind of grow into your teenage years and you, you heard about it, but you never seen it. Uh-huh. Versus now you eight, nine years old, as soon as you learn how to spell, you can see somebody have sex. Yeah. So that, that they just planted the seed That's for evil, huh? Yeah, that yeah. That's pure evil. Oh yeah. To traumatize them at such a young age. Oh like yeah. That. And now we seeing the backlash of it. What a mess. Yeah. How do you see I, I anyway, I know that you're married, right? Right. You're married. And how long have you been married? Uh about twelve years now. And you like married life? Yeah, it's cool. And what do you like about it? Well, with my marriage to be honest, uh, you know, I got married because I, I wanted to commit to God. You know, it, it, it wasn't even so much about my wife, yeah. which it was, but it wasn't. My, my my priority in my marriage was me just committing to God, saying that you know what, I'm on, I'm on, I'm just finna commit to to doing right, living right in all ways. Oh, so you did it so that can kind of get you on track, help and keep you on track with that? Yeah, because it was like I had so much going on. Like, I had I had my wife, who wasn't my wife at the time, living with me. I had two outside kids, you know what I'm saying? And it was just everything that go on with that was going on. And it was just like, we both was young. We both had stuff going on. And it was just so much. And it was just like, how could I, how could I ask God to truly give me peace if I know I ain't living right. Right. So I was just like, well, if I want my life to be how I want it to be, if I want a decent life, at least let me start out by doing what I know I should do, and that way whatever go on after that, I can at least mentally, you know, I can process it, okay, well, this was meant to go on. I ain't bringing this on myself right. because of the way I'm living. That's right. Whatever man. challenges I meet, I'm going to meet them because I'm supposed to meet them, not because I ain't living right. Amazing. Yeah. And so does your wife obey you? Yeah. She does? Oh yeah. And that's and she's in your generation, right? She's she's younger than you a little bit. Yeah, she's younger than me. And she yeah, obeys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. You lucked out, huh? Yeah. You don't find that every day. It's to the point now that well my wife she like she knows me so well now that well I don't even have to tell her. Like she just know. Yeah. Like, she know me, she know she just know me. She pay attention to it you know, what it is that I'm trying to do. And I don't even really have to tell her for the old baby. She just know. And so do you ever have to deal with the hell that come out of a woman? Yeah. And how do you deal with the hell that come out of your wife? Make sure I ain't got no hell in me, first of all. <laughs> yeah. <Perfect. laughs> so it don't turn into a hell of a party. <laughs> but yeah, just make sure I'm clear of hell. Right on, man. And good going to win. That's right. Every time... Um, should a man uh, marry a woman who already have children? Nah. I'm going to say, it, based on my experiences, I'm, I'm going to say it's not a good idea. I wouldn't recommend it. I definitely wouldn't recommend it. But if you're willing, if, 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 you, really, if you really love her and, and you're willing to go through everything that comes with that, and it means enough to you, you know, and you're willing to, like I said, go through everything that's going to come with it, then okay. But should he do it? I wouldn't say he should. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you're, you're, you know, because of what marriage is supposed to be, 
I feel like you know you you both of y'all should bring as much as clear slate to the table as possible. You know you don't yeah. want. It's not a good idea for me to be bringing kids into the situation or and hard either because yeah. marriage itself is already a task. And so when you go to add in other components as far as kids and the kids' parents on the outside on both sides, you just kind of leaving room for the devil to be able to come in and out your marriage. Okay. Through those vessels or whatever. But I wouldn't recommend it, though. Yeah. I wouldn't. Even though, you know, I'm an example of that, I'm a, you know, I'm a witness. Yeah. Uh, that's why I can honestly say, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it. You know, me and my wife, we went through those challenges, and thank God we survived it. Yeah. But it was, it, if one of us didn't want it, we wouldn't have made it. You know. Plus, kids don't like step parents anyway. They can't identify with step parents. They right. only identify with right. a real parent. Yeah, and that that's another problem you have to yep. deal with yep. that you brought upon yourself. For sure, amazing. Um, so, you, did you go and forgive your mother and all that? Oh yeah, and father. Yeah, and how did that go for you? Uh, well, it went smooth with my mom. Like she accepted it. Like. You know, she she knew exactly where I was coming from. She was understanding. And, you know, it, me and my mom already had, you know, our relationship was already, like, a good relationship. We had an honest, open relationship, you know, whatever. But I think the respect level kind of changed a little, you know, for both of us. You know what I'm saying? And, Once you forgave her? Yeah. And, and what do you mean the respect level changed? Because, like, you know, before, you know, I looked at her, before that, before that situation, you know, I looked at her as, you know, as, as my mom. You know, you have her on this pedestal, you know, which, you know, is, is a natural thing, I think, you know. But, you know, after after we talked and she gave me her point of view and stuff, you know, I, I realized that even though she's my mom, she's still a woman. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. like any other woman, she, she's still a woman, even though I still love her and respect her as my mother, you know, but I I, I, I realized more after the conversation that, yeah, you know, she she a woman too, and she, yeah. she's she subject crazy. to any other, yeah. to what any other woman is subject to. So Yeah, amazing. Yeah. And and so now she respect you as an adult, as an individual, yeah. not as her baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A mess, yeah. huh? Yeah. Even though she still tried to it like every now and then, like when I was flying out here, you know, she was <laughs> real worried. I was getting like real worried vibes from her or whatever, but yeah. And you told her to calm down? Yeah, I'm like, I just, I just know she going to do it regardless, yeah. so, right. you know. And how about your father? You forgave him? Oh yeah. And how did that go? Yeah. Um, it's still going, honestly. <laughs> it's still going, man. It's like only I forgave him, but he ain't forgave himself yet. He haven't forgiven himself? No. Nah. Uh, how do you know that? Because he still like dwell on stuff in the past. Oh he does? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. What is it like for you now you become the parent and he become the child? What's it like seeing him still dwelling in the past? <laughs> and then you know he don't he don't like that he he don't like that because you know he always like I'm always gonna be your daddy like you you ain't you ain't you ain't my daddy you I'm the oldest you ain't gonna never be better than me like 
I ain't gonna really say he be like I ain't gonna never be better than him, but I never be greater than him. He always the dad. I'm always the son. Even though sometimes the vibe kind of be like that's what it's feeling like. I don't know. I don't know what motivated him to say that or be like that. But you know that he he don't like that. He don't like the idea of that. The idea of of what? Of of I'm on some like I'm the dad and he the son. Oh, <laughs> he don't like that. <laughs> but even God said that the child become the parent, the parent become the child. Oh well, he ain't. He ain't. That's in the word. Is it? Yeah. Well, I, I got to show it to him because he ain't feeling it. It's in the word, yeah. and that's what happens when when adult kids go and forgive their parents. Mm-hmm. They change and they start to mature, where the parent doesn't let the anger go. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he doesn't change he or she or both sometimes. And they act like the children. Yeah. And the child has become the parent. Yeah. But I, I think I think he's starting to realize a lot of stuff now because, like I said, we you know, it's, it's been a going process. And, you know, it's getting to the point where he, he's starting to really evaluate himself. So, you know. And how do you deal with him when you do deal with him? With love, man, patience. Because right? I understand. Yeah. I understand, so, you know, I try to put myself in his shoes like if it was my son and I had the experiences that he had and had not had the experiences that I have, you know, I, I understand. Like, I wouldn't want my son, especially if, I mean, for the most part, <laughs> I, I grew up in the house with him, but, you know, if, if if I didn't raise my son in the house with me the way it's supposed to be, fatherly, hands-on, yeah. you know, I, I'll probably have, you know, some type of issue with dealing with, you know, my son kind of coming at me and challenging me spiritually and stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Would you have that now, or would you have had it before you understood? If I was in his <coughs> shoes and I had oh, his I experiences, you know, I, 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 I probably would. I probably would. Meaning you get mad at your son? I ain't going to say I'd get mad, but it'll be conflict. Why? Because I wouldn't understand. Yeah. Yeah. That is it. You wouldn't understand. Yeah. Understanding is amazing. It's everything. It sure is. It's everything. <clears throat> That's why I tell people when situations happen, don't try to figure out what you can get from the situation, but see what you can understand from it. Right. Instead of what you can get from it. Right. Because understanding is everything. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And one more thing that's kind of like that too, though, that I realized attitude-wise, like, yeah. it's like, when you get to a point that you, that that you realize that life happens for you instead of to you, yeah, that's a different you know mindset, and it's a it's it's more relaxing, like it's it's less stress, like you know when you realize that things, everything that's happening, even no matter how bad or how good it seems, just realize that God is allowing it to happen for you, right? Yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's 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 cool, man. Do you have anger? No, you have no anger. Yeah. And what is that like to live in a state of no anger? It's like living in a bubble. A bu- absolutely, man. <laughs> it's like living in a bubble. No matter, no matter what's going on around you, like it ain't happening to you. And and uh, what is sin? Because a lot of Christians believe that you cannot be free of sin. They think that. It's going to always be until they get to heaven. They don't know you can live a life of perfect peace now. Right. Sin to me, what I believe basically is anytime you playing God. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you putting yourself on that God, like, 
level when you, you know dealing with people or even if you the way you handling your own self. I think that's sin. Have you ever heard of the sinner's prayer? Nah. Yeah, I heard of it, but I ain't really sure exactly what it is right now. Though. <laughs> I heard of it before. It's though. when the, the Christian, the people go to church, mm. and they hoop and holler dance all through the church, and then the preacher preach from the Bible, and then the preacher say, come on down, <clears throat> come on down <laughs> and accept the sinner's prayer. Yeah. And then they ask, do you believe Jesus died on the cross? Yes. Do you believe he rose? <laughs> yeah, I did that, my Yes. I did that. Now you say. Yeah, I did You've that. done that? Yeah. Why? I thought it worked. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted I wanted I wanted it. And, and what wanted, happened when you did it? It felt good. And it then, felt good. I felt like I had a fresh start. And, and then what happened later? The fresh start, you still feel good? I mean, it just kind of wore off. And what? It kind of wear off. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's just a feeling. Yeah. You know, it's a feeling. It's a it's a mental thing, too. But eventually, you know, it just wear off like anything else. <laughs> it wear off. And then when it wore off, did you go, what the? I don't know what I did. <laughs> I don't know. How many times did you go down and do the center prayer before you really woke up? I probably did it like once as a child. I know I did and probably once as an adult. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And who, did your parents tell you to do it as a child, or you did it on your own? I probably was at church with my grandma or something and oh. did it. Yeah. And she like, go on down there and accept Jesus. Yeah. Everybody probably was doing I think everybody was, like, just yeah. going down. Exactly. Yeah. So when do you discuss religion with Christians now that believe in that way? Oh, yeah. And how does the discussion go? How does it work out? Just depends on the person, for real. But, like... It, it can go. It can go a lot of different ways. Depends on what what you're talking about, for real. <laughs> yeah. You know, it just depends, man. If you want, especially if you're talking about like some like, uh, is Jesus God? Uh, oh yeah. <sighs> you, you get ready for a war. <laughs> yeah. Do you believe Jesus is God? No. And who is he? The son. That's our brother. Why do you think Christians have a hard time? He even said that we own what he own. Be you know, we're family. Why is it hard for Christians to accept that he's the son and not the father? If I had to guess, it'd be because a lot of people say they believe in God, but see it's harder to believe in God than it is in, in Jesus because Jesus actually walked the earth. You know, it's it's people, you know, as far as you know, discussions go. People say that Jesus really was a person that walked the earth. So it's easier to believe in him, but, like, people have no idea what God is. Like, right. you know, so it, it, that's, harder to, that's harder to understand. It's harder to believe in. It's harder to believe that, you know, it's something somewhere watching us that won't interact with us physically, you know, but we, that's who's supposed to be the highest of the high, you know. And, and I think because, you know, People paint a picture of Jesus to be this easygoing, nice guy. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's you rather deal with him versus kind of what ideally God is supposed to be like. There's no nonsense, serious, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. going to send you to hell type, you know, being or whatever. So I think it's easier, for one, long story short. Amazing. 
That makes sense because they they don't believe if they can't see it. Right. Yeah. Most Christians don't really believe though. No. Really. They don't. They really don't. Right. And they don't want you to tell them that they don't believe nah. in God. Nah. They get mad at you. Yeah. If you say you don't believe in God, you just believe about him. You don't believe in him. Yeah. Yeah. Most Christians don't even know who God is. Like Do you argue with them? Do you try to prove it? No, nah, because you really can't. Right. So you never argue with them? No, I just ask questions. Like, I kind of try to ask good questions that'll make them think about some stuff. But as far as, like, trying to argue to prove something, like, nah, because if my life ain't enough proof, then I don't know what it's going to be. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Do you believe that, you know, there's a big argument today about men playing in women's sports? Right. Do you believe that men should play in women's sports? Nah. Why not? Absolutely not, because it ain't fair. The same reason why 12-year-olds shouldn't be able to play with 10-year-olds. You know, with the sports, they break it up in the age groups. They break it up in the weights. Like, if you, if you, if 8-year-olds, if you're over 75 pounds, you can't play with the 8-year-olds. You know, stuff like that, especially right. with football. Yeah. So it's a reason they regulate it like that, so it to be fair. But it won't be, it's not fair to me when you let men participate in women's sports. It right. just ain't fair. And should women play in men's sport? No. For one, just to keep it consistently fair, because the same way men can't play in women, don't let women. And then, like, even though you got women out there that's, you know, come from the type of background that allow them to be tough enough or whatever, but I, I just don't think, it just don't send enough, it don't send the right message to the men when you let women come play in the sports. So what do you think about these women bitching about men playing in their sport, but they think it's okay for women to play in the men's sport? Say it again. What do you think about these women who are out there today bitching about men playing in women's sport, but they're okay with women playing in men's sport? They're like, that's different. So you're saying that they, they mad because women because men are playing in their sports right. and they can't play in the men's sport? And they get angry when you say they can't play in the men's sport. Oh. Same thing I think about women bitching about everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. It ain't no different. <laughs> it's just bitching. It's so crazy. I'm looking at these people. You see it all the time in the news because the men are start calling themselves women, and they go and play the swimming thing with the woman. Yeah. And and then the men beat them, and they get mad. Yeah. And now they on TV complaining. Yeah. But on the other hand, they want to be able to do judo, karate, play the men's sport. And when you tell them, no, you can't play the men's sport. They get mad. And if you let them play in it, they're going to be bitching about how hard they're getting hit. Right. And all that. Yeah. Like, that ain't going to stop. I know. It ain't going to stop. That's when women need men to help them to overcome their craziness. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. They out there pushing for the women to play in the men's sport, but they don't want the men to play in their sport. <laughs> it's like they're not even thinking, okay, if I, want, if I don't want the men to play in women's sport, because, and they'll say, well, I don't want the men in the women's sport because the men are stronger, they're bigger, they're faster, and everything, right? Right. But on the other hand, they don't seem to put it two together and think, oh, I don't, I don't think women should play in men's sport either. But probably another reason why, probably because they feel like men are so weak. 
Yeah, they probably can. But they if they like, felt that way, they should be okay with men playing in women's sport. True. If they thought, truly yeah. thought yeah. that the men were weak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't yeah. you see the double standard in that? Yeah. They don't, they're not even paying attention to their arguments. Yeah. Because they ain't, it's just feelings. Yeah. What a mess, huh? Yeah. And then I've noticed that the men, and I've asked them, some men who take these uh, karate classes, and judo classes, and they have to wrestle around with the woman in the class. And I'm like, you you wrestle with a woman? And like, yeah. Do you let her take you down? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what does that feel like? <laughs> like you wasting your money. Right. You wasting your money. Yeah, if like, a woman gonna be able to take you down? They're like, well, I just do it to let her feel better. Yeah. See, no, nah, that ain't what it's for. I'm like, but you don't you realize you're weakening yourself? To let her feel better. That's not the way to do it. Now you're going to have her thinking she can go out there and take down a man and Absolutely. she run up on a real man who ain't going to feel sorry for her and hurt her. And you're going to throw her from the train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ain't it? Yeah. So what's right. your whole deal about the race thing? You believe racism exists? Racism? Yeah. Man, to be honest, like, I, I really don't really know what racism is. Like, I mean, I do, but I just don't think I ever experienced it, to be honest. Like... I mean, to me, my understanding of what racism is when I hear it is when it's really like laws in place that's stopping a particular race of people from doing something just because of their race. But there's no law like that. That's what I'm saying. I mean, so, there's no, that's no such thing that anyone can Right. Stop so, I mean, when I hear racism, I think about, you know, y'all time when, when y'all weren't allowed to do stuff simply because of what color y'all was. Like what? Go places. Like where? No, <laughs> wherever y'all couldn't go, colors wherever the colors, no color signs was it. Uh, but that was a racism. But I mean, I, that's I my that's, that's my interpretation of. So what you think that was? I do remember for colors on the sign. Yeah, for uh, whites on the sign, right? Yeah, and it just meant that the white folks didn't want you to drink water at the house. But and then, that the, was but, fine. then but the one that wasn't for the colors, and the one the one that was that that the that was for people that wasn't of color. Didn't it look better? Wasn't it nicer? So what now? Like, wasn't it nicer? What? Like, just say if it was two water fountains, one was for color and one was for for whites. Right. Didn't one the white water fountain, wasn't, wasn't it cleaner? Or didn't it look better? Wasn't it a difference no. in what was for color and what wasn't? They no. both looked identically the same. They look identically the same and the water tastes the same. Really? How yeah. you know? You ain't know. I was sneaking drink out of the white. Whatever, just, man. <laughs> look, just think about it. The water fountain right there. Yeah. Ain't no white person looking. As a kid, why would I sneak and drink some white water? Because you don't want to get home. What? <laughs> <laughs> but ain't no white person looking. How could they hate me? You never know. Who watching? Yes, you, you look and see. Oh. But to be honest with you, I never even thought about it. I just go and drink water. You see the sign. The water tasted good. And I do remember I drank some white people water out there, and it was the same water. Right. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah, but, like, for your question, though, that that's really, like, my only really understanding of what racism is because, like, I grew up, I grew up going to mixed schools. I grew up going to black schools. I grew up going, I even went to schools that was mostly white before. Yeah. And and as far as I can remember, I always been treated based on the way I yeah. interacted with people. Me too. You know, like. Even in Alabama on the plantation, 
They treated me the way I treated them. If I act like I had sense, they treated me like I had sense. Yeah. If I didn't, they didn't. Yeah. So I, I really, I don't know. It doesn't exist. God said I was bad and spiritual. Not for sure, for sure on yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So racism is just a made up word. Yeah. But it's working. It's I working. know. It's working for the people who are pushing it. Yeah. They're doing it for the money and the perceived power, not because they really believe racism is this. Yeah. It's working work. on some people, too, who yeah. they pushing it on because some people not even trying as hard as they should be trying yeah. because they think race, race stuff will hold them back or won't allow them to achieve their goals and stuff. So right. it's working. Well, mess, it's huh? sad that it's working, but it's working. They believe in a lie. Yeah. <clears throat> That's why one time I posted, I was like on, on my page, one time I posted like, Either you believe in God or you believe in racism. You like you can't believe in both. Like, right? It, how could and people couldn't tie the two together to make like wait a minute how that? But it's like you can't believe in both. Like yeah. if God's supposed to be who He's supposed to be, how can you believe another somebody can stop you from having what He intend for you to have? That's right. Absolutely, so, man. That's why you can't convince an angry person that they're they believed in a lie. Yeah. Once you believe a lie, that's it. You just have to let them have that lie. Yeah, yeah. You know, just let them suffer in their hell until they're ready. For real, like I had to leave it alone because it was getting deep. <laughs> it was getting deep, man. People Did you believe? Do you believe white supremacy is this? I don't know exactly what it is. Right, because it doesn't exist. Like it's the same lie that they put out there about racism. Yeah, like where it's supposed to be a group of people somewhere making sure white people stay first. They're saying that it's the white people, per, yeah, that the white people are preventing the blacks from being something or whatever. I guess I ain't made it to that level yet. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't. So why would, if it was real, why would they let us have a black president? I'm pretty, pretty sure that's something that right. white supremacy. If it wasn't for white people, there would have been no black president. Yeah, they voted for the black, the black man. Yeah, but that still wasn't enough to convince the blacks that white supremacy doesn't exist either. It's just a made-up word. Because I mean, what's what's higher to be in the United States than a president? Right. So if they'll let you be a president, what is it that you're trying to be that they won't let you be? They want you to leave the country so they can destroy it. Oh. Mm. I guess. Good luck with that, too. <laughs> so what do you think? What's wrong with the blacks? What's wrong with the blacks? Family, man. Our households ain't right. Yeah. The households ain't right, man. But we doing what they like. They Some of them doing the best they can based on the situation that they was put in in life, you know. But it's 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 a bloodline thing, man, to where our households just ain't right, man. Yeah. They ain't right. It started in the home always. Always. It always started in the home, man. In our homes, they ain't right, man. Like, I feel like if they was a, if if the school system was able to attach like body cams to some of the kids when they go home, yeah, and see what they have to deal with, like, I think they'll be surprised. Yeah, they'll be shocked. They're like, they'll what? be shocked. They'll be shocked. Man. Yeah, they'll be shocked. For real. Do you believe that mothers have love? A type? They got a type of love. And it, what type it, is that? Like the nurturing type, caring for, raising, like that type of love. 
And, and so, do you believe they have real love? Not, not they don't. They don't have like the agape, like God type love. Right. That's like forgiving no matter what type love. Not that. Yeah, that's what destroys the children. Yeah. That anger, they call it love. Yeah. 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 That's why the father needs to be there to protect the children from that. Yeah. After the child become three year old, at least they got to say bye to mama. Oh yeah, and the father. Take what about them. daughters? Same even boys daughters too. Yeah. yeah, the boys and the girls because the mothers create the girls in their image too. That's why the girls do exactly what the mother do. Have done when they are adults, they act just like the mama. Yeah, it's the same evil spirit. Yeah, they well, yeah. screw up their children. I think yeah, as far as like because love is what what you do, right? Love is not a feeling; it's who you are. It's like your nature. Mm-hmm. It's your the nature of God that you return to. Oh, okay. And in that nature, there's nothing but love. Oh, okay. So taking care of is just taking care of. Right. Oh, okay. It's like going out and fixing a, like when you, when you plow. You ever had to pl- you plowing the mule, and the plow broke down. <laughs> really, man. <laughs> plowing a mule. <laughs> I ain't even rolled in a tractor before, man. <laughs> And then you plow have to fish the plow. That's what a mother love it. It's just to fish it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nah. But the father take over and take it, the child, the rest of the boys and girls, the rest of the way with perfect love. Oh, okay. Including the mother. And she'll come along kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. And then after about 50 years, you'll die. Mm-hmm. And just before you die, you see her plow start to plow again a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, you seen it go that way? No, <laughs> I just think it will. <laughs> so what, what, what you to... remember about uh, growing up in the house with your parents? What you remember, far order wise, and how I, your dad and your mom were? I remember that I never felt fear living with them. I always felt without even thinking. I don't even thought about not feeling love. Right? I just. It was just love without even being spoken. They never had to say to me, I love you, I love you. And, but I knew they did. And I noticed that my parents, especially with my grandparents, my grandmother always respected my grandfather. Not once did she ever say anything bad about him. Not once did she ever display anger toward him. And, and he would tell her sometimes, tell Punchy before he go to school tomorrow, he better get up and go out there and feed, milk that cow and feed feed the cow mm-hmm. and the horses. Mm-hmm. And and she would say, your dad, dad said, get up and go do this. I did it without a problem. She never felt upset about it. And it would be like 6 o'clock in the morning. It would still be dewy wet outside. And then I had to come home and get ready to catch the school bus around 7, 7.30. Right. It was amazing. Yeah. And my grandfather never said that I could remember that he loved me, but I knew he did. Your he, dad was he an gave alpha. me two horses. Have your grandfather ever given you two horses? Uh-uh. No. And he he let me learn how to drive by plow by driving the tractor. He just said, "Get up there and drive the tractor." Oh yeah. With it, so I could plow the field with the tractor, no problem. See, that's the good thing about those times, man. Like. You know, other than, you know, all the advancements that we made in life technology-wise and all that, 
But but those times, man, they, they just seemed like they were so business-like. Like, people didn't – it was just all business. Like, if you had a job. You, you was part of the business as yeah. soon as you was able to walk. Like, yeah. you had a role. You, you had as something to do. As soon as I popped out of my mama's womb, I had a cotton sack on my back. <laughs> For real. That's what it seemed like about those times, though, man. That's why it seemed like those guys had so much character yeah. back then, yeah. man. And then they said, you know what? When you're 18 years old, you leave it here. Right. I'm like, where well, I'm going? Down to Alabama on a plantation, right? Where yeah. am I going? Yeah. I don't know. I don't care, but you leave it here. They ain't never showed you where you can go? Uh-uh. And when I turned 18, they taught me how to work, how to have a job. I left home at 18. I graduated in May, and in September, I was out of there. Yeah. I didn't know what life was going to bring. But I went to Indiana. I, Indiana, I worked for two weeks because I wanted to come to California. And they, nobody was going to pay my way to California. So I got a job at Inland Steel for two weeks. My first paycheck, I quit. Inland Steel job was way harder than working in the cotton field. So I came here at 18. I have a little back. Because they taught me to work, buy me my food. Have a little money in my pocket. I know they ain't tell you, keep a little change in your pocket. Buy yourself some gas and stuff, right? And so I just lived that way and life just happened. Yeah, that's deep, man. Especially growing up in a place where it was kind of normal to be taught to be kind of scared of white people. We weren't taught to be scared of white people. It seemed like it. <laughs> Why it's, it seemed like it? You know, because, you know, all we got to go by is is movies and stuff like that. And they so, you know, you. you know, that's that's the way they portray those times. Like, black people was, was, was like, afraid. You know, they, they didn't really... But that you know, is to deceive you to make you think racism is this thing. Oh. When I went to town, where a whole lot of white people were, because my grandfather used to put us all on the back of the truck, take us to town once a week. We see the white folks, hey there, how y'all? Fine, how y'all doing? But then I also really found out too, though, that, you know, black people had slaves. Like, I ain't know yeah. that. Yeah. Like, so slavery was kind of a business thing, but, you know, it wasn't just the way. But a lot of them had slaves, too, not just one or two. A lot of blacks. Yeah. Yeah, in Georgia, places like Georgia that. Georgia and Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, after I learned that, then I kind of had a different view of, of, of what slavery was during them. Black people like, still own slaves. What do you mean? The 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 black leadership are the slave owners of the black. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, tell them how yeah. to think, what to yeah. do, who to vote for, right, right, when to right. vote, to get mad at the white people, act like you want free money and everything. They tell the white black people what to do because they're slave to the slave owners who are the black. Yeah, I think that's what Kanye West was talking about, too. And he's right about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, though. Did you know that the civil rights movement was, other than abortion, was the worst thing that ever happened to the blacks? Civil rights movement? Yeah. With Martin Luther King and all those guys? Was the worst? Yeah. What do you think is worse for the black, abortion or, or the civil rights movement? That's a good one. I think abortion, though. Is worse than the civil rights movement? Yeah. Why? Because, I mean, even through the civil rights movement, you still had, I mean, you, people still living. You still got a chance. It's still going to benefit some people in certain ways, and even though it's probably not going to benefit some people. But abortion, that's like, that's like wrong in so many ways. How's that? 
it's irresponsible for one. It's given it's given the notion that it's okay to be ir- irresponsible with birth, childbirth. Yeah. You know, creating other humans. You know, it's 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 a slap in the face to God because if 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 God didn't want it to be a life, He wouldn't let it be. He wouldn't create it one. It's playing God. It's just wrong in so many ways. You're not giving that child a chance. You don't know what that child may grow to be, impact they may have on life. Like, what if you would have got aborted? I know we wouldn't have no bond. You feel me? So, like, as wrong as or however you may feel detrimental-wise that, you know, the civil rights movement was to blacks, but it's, it ain't worse than abortions to me. But I still say it is because the civil rights movement killed the soul of the blacks. And the abortion killed the baby itself, right, the whole thing. But, but it didn't kill the soul the to soul, all the blacks, though. And the soul... But the soul still live on in the, in the unborn baby because they never developed the body, so the soul is still alive. But the black soul have been killed. They're walking around, their eyes are open, but they're dead. Their souls are dead. And what does it profit a man to save the body and lose the soul? But you still got a chance, though. To do what? You still got a chance to... If you're still alive, you still got a chance to hear right, the but truth, most are not going to take to that hear chance. it and accept it. But most of them are not going to take that chance. Yeah. They think that they're alive when they're really dead. Yeah, yeah. And God said, "What does it profit a man that you save your body and lose your soul?" Right. Amazing, huh? Right, right. Yeah. One last thing, then I got to put you on the hot seat. All right. What's your impression of the great white hope? Trump. Yes, sir. At least you know who he is. Yeah, man, I rock with Trump, man. You know. You rock with him? Yeah, as unpopular as it may sound, man, I rock with Trump, man. Just because, for one, you know, I'm all all about being, you know, if you a male, you be be a man. You stand on what you believe in, regardless of the consequences. And, you know, I respect him for that, right? You know, I don't don't have issues with the fact that, that he's a rich, wealthy white man. Like, you know. Yeah, I, I don't just because you know, and and I think that's probably why a lot of people feel like he is the way he is because he's rich, but it's vice versa. He is rich because of the way he is. Absolutely, you know. So yeah. I, don't, I I don't feel like it's just some rich white man, racist white man, just running around throwing his weight around. Like I don't know. Nah, I got a lot of respect for him, man, because he 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 be himself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He came in one way. And he was the way, the same way he is now. He was that way before he was the president. Never changed. Some people didn't even know who Trump was before he became the president, right. too. Though that's a problem, too. Right. Like I, I remember, you know, from his show and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Well, he he showed he shows you then how no nonsense he was on yeah. his show. You know, the um, well, I forgot what the name of, it, but the he'd be like, "You fired, yeah, the apprentice. the apprentice, yeah." So. I was already familiar with him before he became the president, but I respect any man that's willing to, you know, go against the wind and be it's himself. Supposed to. Yeah, you're right. supposed to go against the wind. What does? <clears throat> yeah, so amazing. Yeah, isn't yeah. that amazing? Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I, I grew up. I, I had my dad in the house with me, so you know, I, I don't really have issues with men being men. Like <laughs> that's right. You know, I, it, it's not offensive to me, even if I don't agree with you. Right, I ain't offended by it. Right on, man. Yeah, Amazing. Straight up. So listen, I got to put you on the hot seat. All right. And I need you to answer these questions as quickly as possible. All right. The hot seat. What is love? Love is God. Does a chicken have lips? 
No. Is it wrong for a black man to love the Confederate flag? Uh, not sure. Do you agree that sending your kid to a public school is child abuse? <laughs> <laughs> no, mine was a child. Mine went to public school. Have you ever told someone how the cow ate the cabbage? No. Is the climate change real? Not sure. Uh, what is love? God. I, did I ask you that already? Right? Oh, yeah, I asked you that. What is a man? Me. <laughs> a man is the human representative of God. Is climate change real? I don't know. Earth is flat around the earth. Earth, uh, flat. Uh, true or false, Joe Biden is worse. Is the worst president you've ever seen? Hands down. Have you ever seen a ghost? No. Do educated women make for good wives or mothers? Not to my knowledge. Should a man ever tell a woman she's fat? <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> and should a man ever tell a woman his problems? No. Did you have fun? Always. Thank you, man. Thanks for coming on. That was amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, tell the folks about your podcast, how to get to it, when, where, and how. All right. So my campaign is Manhood Management. It's by my name, Marquise Moore, M-A-R-Q-U-I-S-M-O-O-R-E on Facebook, Instagram. Um, my song for the podcast, Manhood Management, is out now on all platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. Go check it out, comment. I like the negative comments, so, you know, I like criticism. Let me have it. Follow me. Um, yeah, my movement, Manhood Management, is about making it cool to be a man again, especially a father. We're going back to making families the priority. Love to the world. And so make sure you like, follow, subscribe, share. Ring the bell and all those notifications. Well, all right? that. Amazing. Oh, yeah. I wish you well with that, man. I heard your song. It's a, I was stunned. <laughs> Me too. You got a little sense. Me too, man. <laughs> Me too. You just don't seem like you move fast enough to be rapping. I don't, man. I'm going to tell you something, man. Like, this has been a process for so long, bro. This been going on. i just been being patient with God. Because if it was up to me, it would have been done probably 10 years ago. Yeah. But... Everything got to be right. You know, like, you can't just, if you want it to be right and you want it to be quality, you want it to last, you want it to have the purpose that it's supposed to have, you got to do it on God's time. Take your time, that's right. Take your time, man. And it'll be much easier that way, too. Well, I know it's going to do well, man, so right on yeah. to you. And, folks, don't forget you can support the Father State by going to thefatherstate.tv slash donate and also go to locals. Dot com. So click the link in the description to support our work. And don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, ring the bell. And if you have amazing guest ideas, contact my producer and let him know they're on the Fall Estate. And we'll get them. All right? Thank you for your support. Let us hear from you. And thanks again for coming on, my friend. Oh, yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. You're so country, huh? Are you country? Oh, yeah. Oh, but you're from the city of Alabama. Even the city is country. In <laughs> <know>. Alabama. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you all and thanks again, man. Oh yeah. Nice. What you been doing, man? I'm living. Still forgiving. Still chilling. Giving everything I'm giving. Where you at?
with the fam or at a chick. Blessings and lessons, trying to get me some rest. What you saying? Be a man and understand that bad come with the good. That's how you do it. So ain't no need of faking and hating. That's all Satan. And anything that's worth having, that's worth waiting. Let's get established. Wanna be happy? First pray. Include your faith as you make moves through the day. Challenges come, but don't run. Go through them so you can show them. Talk about God cause you know him. Weather the storm. The grass grow with the rain. Wherever you going, it's damn sure gonna be some pain. If life was easy and you could cheat it, what would you gain? I'm guessing. Or what? Fame in a necklace. Somewhere to live, somebody to have sex with. Or KD. Like, yeah, he got the ring, but he ain't respected. To whom much is given, much is required. It's a war among spirits. It's up, and I'm riding.